Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi, it's Bill Radke, host of KUOW's Week in Review, here with a bonus track. I'm doing a new series about words. Have you noticed how often we don't say what we mean or we use language to hide something or to frighten or flatter or insult or get clicks? Meanwhile, we are devaluing some wonderful, precise language. We can talk better. So listen to this. On our last week in review, I explained the project to my guests. Take a listen. And when you think, oh, oh, I know another suspicious phrase, let me know about it. And I'll put it under my microscope. Okay, so here I am telling my guests, Seattle Mets, Allison Williams, Seattle Times, Patrick Malone, and Geek Wire's Mike Lewis, that just in the last week, news media have used the words iconic and legendary to describe the Boeing 747, Beth's Cafe, North Lake Tavern, Sue Bird, Soundgarden, Tom Brady, Alec Baldwin, Ozzy Osbourne, and Harrison Ford. Do those words fit? So, for example, does the Boeing 747 actually qualify as iconic? Well, again, it it represents more than the actual physical plane. It represents a time. It represents a field of aviation. I yes, yes. it is. I mean, I think it, it qualifies, Bill. It literally does represent <laughs> that. Because I'm sure you love that word too. Uh, nice, nice. Um, uh, does everything? I mean, it it really depends on your point of view for our. People who follow women's basketball, uh, Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart, are absolutely legendary. Uh, I think it devalues them and the sport to say that because some people haven't heard of them, that they aren't. No, I would say the same for Russell Wilson Mm -hmm. and Ken Griffey. I mean, Mm -hmm. when we say that an athlete is legendary, a legend, I think a legend needs to be either fiction or it seems like fiction. It's just inconceivable to you. Like, you can't imagine if if you didn't see it. Well... Ken Griffey Jr., I saw Russell Wilson and Sue Bird and Ken Griffey. Mm-hmm. They were very good at what they did. There's nothing really inconceivable about it. They just scored points But sports often. is an arena that's meant to build up fun legends within it. So I think it's it's a different scale than you might use in any other arena. And I think we, we can't ignore that hyperbolic language is iconic in this country. <laughs> is it? What yeah, does it represent? I think that just like as a print journalist... You know, we're always looking for the right word. What is the right verb here? What accurately describes this? What is the most specific? And it's lazy that we get away from that in casual conversation. Sorry to be a word nerd on Maine, but, you know, I think that there are times in conversation where I'm just stopped in my tracks and thinking I would never use that word if I had to stand behind it in print for 50 years or <laughs> hard scrabble being one of those words. You never, <laughs> yeah. no one ever's actually said, You're right. right? They only put it in. I would also say though, that we run the risk of taking a perfectly good word. Like the word hero does, is meaningless at this point, right? Yeah. The word genius is meaningless at this point. And tragedy, I think, tragedy is a wonderful word, but all, now it's just something sad. Exactly. Happens. Exactly. And I, and it, it's, too bad because it seems like when you have and I'm a sort of a word nerd as well as everyone else here. I like it when you have a super precise word that really captures what you want. 
But when it gets completely – and headline writers – sorry, headline writers out there. Headline writers are the worst because they want something that's going to grab you into the story. But frequently when they use the word slams or – you read the story and Mike someone Mike Lewis blasts headline blasts. writers. And you read the story and it's like very mild criticism, friendly criticism of something, yes. right? Well, especially in – we were just being encouraged to read headlines more and more. I mean uh, on a print newspaper, the story is right there. So yes. it's – it's harder to avoid. People certainly did it. There were inflammatory headlines uh, in print, but social media and other ways we're consuming news have definitely encouraged us to take just the most incendiary headline and ignore the reporting behind it. Last one, Beth's Cafe. Iconic, legendary, or just popular? I'd say neither. And I liked Beth's. And I used to go there regularly after playing basketball on sure. Saturdays. But um, I mean, that omelet? That's something, and I know it ended up sort of getting a bit of cable television fame. Yes. Uh, man, meet, man meets food. What's what's this the, is the twelve show? egg omelet yeah, that you try can't to eat, the, eat that you can't eat by yourself? Yeah. I'm glad that it's back open. You never yeah. hear that story about a place that's been around for mm-hmm. a while. But I don't know that I would go down the legendary or iconic. Okay, road. just glad to have it back. Yeah, I want to turn to the listener a moment and just say so. I, I, as I say, I'm doing this series, and I want to know what you listener. What words you notice along these lines? A situation can't just be concerning anymore. You have to say it's apocalyptic and dystopian, and people who disagree with you are gaslighting you, and politicians slam each other, and police officers leaving is an exodus, and Seattle is dying, and your colleagues are all amazing. What an awesome team, nine exclamation marks. And sometimes grabbing a special word is offensive because you don't know or care what you're saying, and somebody actually does. So I want to hear from you. Do you have any examples of words or phrases you think we're using or we're devaluing? I've already done some interviews about this. I went to a UW uh, biblical history professor about the word exodus. Nice. Email me your ideas. Bradkey at KUOW.org. That's simple. Bradkey at KUOW.org. Okay, I'm back. That's the project. Let's save our language and learn about ourselves, too. You can text me your word or phrase, if you like. That text number is 206-926-9955. Again, 206-926-9955. And whenever I have a new Word episode for you, I'll drop it here into this Week in Review podcast feed. So look for it in the middle of the week. See ya.